Among the countless things I love about sports is how they can build connections and create opportunities. Opportunities beyond the field or court. You'll hear from Jim Epstein of Right On Sports Denver how his sports journalism program is opening eyes, opening doors, and opening possibilities for junior high students to create a bridge to college and big dreams on this episode of Making Our World Better. Welcome to the Making Our World Better podcast, where you will find motivation and encouragement through lively conversations with inspirational people who every day are making our world a better place. Now, here's your host, Jay Clark. Welcome to the podcast. I am Jay Clark, and I'm excited today to talk about a favorite topic, sports journalism, with Jim Epstein, Executive Director and President of Right On Sports Denver, a nonprofit organization focused on literacy skills for underserved middle school students. Can't wait to get into it. Jim is a seasoned business leader with an MBA currently focusing on public policy, finance, and the nonprofit sector. Jim's expertise is in business development and strategic planning. He also currently serves as a board director and treasurer for the Clear Creek Economic Development Corporation, where he's also a member of the Loan Committee. Jim served as vice president and global program manager for KeyBank for 13 years, and his background also includes 14 years with GE Capital and 12 years with AT&T Capital. That's no joke. He is a graduate of 50 for Colorado and Leadership Denver. He has served on the boards of the Denver Metro Chamber Foundation, the Colorado Business Leaders Executive Council, the Equipment Leasing and Finance Association, and the Denver Broncos Stadium Task Force and Speakers Bureau, among others. In 2000, he received the Chamber Champion Award from the Denver Metro Chamber of Commerce. Awesome. He received his BBA from the Fox School of Business at Temple University, Go Owls, and his MBA from Regis University in Denver. He and his wife, Ginny, reside in Evergreen, and we are excited to have him. Jim, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for being here. This is cool. And, uh, you're one of the few people that know that Temple University were the Owls. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's that's how sports dorks got to hang together. So why don't you introduce us to Right On Sports? And sure. that's Right On with a W. Yeah, with a W, Right On Sports. Uh, the premise is that writing is a lifetime skill no matter what direction that that kids decide to take in their lives. And the mission for Right On Sports is simple, to inspire kids to become better writers by writing about something that they love, sports. And our flagship program is a two-week tuition-free summer camp held on campus at MSU Denver, where the kids participate in classroom instruction, group projects. Uh, They produce a video. There's a video day. They create a podcast, take a field trip to a Rockies game where they sit in the press box and have a session there. We have several guest panels with pro athletes and journalists. And along the way, they write spot stories. And over the course of two weeks, they develop a feature story, which we then publish in a magazine. And in addition to becoming better communicators, we hope and uh, we expect that they will, uh, we we actually observe that they improve their self-esteem their critical thinking skills, and their readiness for high school, college, and into the workforce. And and finally, I'll say that Right on Sports is a Colorado corporation, a 501c3, and we have been uh, 
uh, acknowledged by the rating agency GuideStar with a gold seal of transparency. Tell us a little bit about the history of the organization and how it ended up in Denver. Okay. The, there's a lot of stories with Right On Sports, and uh, that's certainly one of them. When I retired from KeyBank, um, I was trying to figure out how I was going to make our world better. And the looking at a number of different things. And I'm a sports fan, and I was uh, one of the people that I follow was a guy by the name of Peter King. You might have heard of him. He's a writer. Right. He works currently for NBC Sports. And at the time, he wrote a weekly column called The Monday Morning Quarterback. And it was the off season of the football season. And it was he's on the board of our parent organization. And it was a he said, shameless plug, but I'm on this board. Here's what they do. It's great. You ought to support them. And I read that and I thought, Boy, this checks a lot of my boxes. Uh, that's something I could volunteer for. So I called up the founder and the president of the parent organization back in New Jersey, a guy by the name of Byron Yake. He's former national uh, sports editor for the Associated Press. He retired about 18 years ago and founded this program. Nice. Um, and I called Byron and we just chatted and we had a couple of phone calls and then told this was totally unpremeditated. Uh, but I was on the phone with him one day and like a light bulb went off and I s- said, you know, Byron, this, uh, if you ever thought about establishing a, an affiliate in Denver, this is a progressive city, it's sports crazy. I think it would really resonate here. And all of a sudden there was dead silence. It was when I thought it was like 15 minutes, but I'm sure it was 15 seconds. But the voice on the other end came back and said, congratulations, you're now the executive director for Denver. And I was I slowly put the phone down saying, like, what did I just what did I just just do? do? Right. That's how we got. That's the story of how we got started. I love it because it's kind of an interesting journey that somebody who's a titan in the world of finance ends up in. Uh, you know, a nonprofit about sports journalism. But, you know, that really goes back to feeding your love for sports and wanting to make a difference, right? Right, exactly. I'm the, uh, uh, you know, education has been a passion of mine. Yep. Um, sports is a passion of mine. And, you know, there were, there were, there were some events that uh, in my life that uh, led me to, to, I think, to this space. But there, there was some, uh, it was totally, I, you know, was, I had to have a conversation with myself. You know, it was like, self, what do you think? Should we do this or not? And the, the self person said, yeah, go for it. So we went, we we just rolled up our sleeves and went for it. I love and it. It was it was interesting. The So uh, I, I can expand on that a little bit if you'd like me to. Yeah, you know, of how, course. Kind of how we got started. Because uh, there I was, just me. Uh, with a blank sheet of paper and and what do I do? Um, so the story of every great nonprofit. <laughs> so the first thing uh, there were two actually two things I did simultaneously. I thought, well, who I need a board? I need some help. Uh, I reached out to some colleagues uh, from KeyBank, uh, who and just like here's what I'm thinking. Here's what do you think? You know, are you in? And yeah. and uh, a couple of them said yes, and they've been my partners ever since. And board members. Awesome. Uh, the other thing I did was, uh, from my experience with the Denver Chamber, 
and Leadership Denver. I was familiar with those programs and they have a program called Impact Denver, Mm -hmm. uh, which is for up and coming business or community leaders, teaches them about the nonprofit world. And I think one of the one of the projects uh, of that program is getting groups and nonprofits apply uh, to to be assisted and right. they have project groups. And I thought, well, they'll never take me. I'm, um, I'm just a startup. I don't have anything. But I thought, what the heck? I'm... So I filled out an application. And uh, to my surprise, like a week or two later, uh-huh. they so I got a call back saying, hey, we accepted. We love what you're doing. And we're accepted you as our project. And, and that really helped me, you know, so I spent six months uh, between putting the board together and, and this impact Denver team really helped me with like marketing and, you know, putting my business plan together and all those kinds of things. So it's really great. Well, that had to be one of those almost kind of like, Hey, I think I'm onto something here because those organizations are, you know, they're not going to support just anybody. So if I'm legitimate in their eyes, yeah, I think we're on to something here. Yeah, so it, it was great. In fact, I have to say that uh, it was so helpful. Uh, these are six-month projects. It was so uh, They were so helpful that we applied a second time and got accepted a second time. So we actually had a full year's worth of, of resource from the, from the Impact Denver at the Chamber. So it's great. That's fantastic. So walk us through, you know, how this, how your summer camp works. And, you know, what is a day look like for one of the students that's doing this so it's uh, it's pretty cool the it, in addition to the premise of writing as a lifetime skill uh, we have a second premise and that is our, our program is a once in a lifetime opportunity for these kids but we really try to make it special um, we have a number of days that have special sessions so we have uh, and i'll just use our last camp as an example we have uh, several guest sessions where we have a athlete, a uh, pro athlete and a journalist uh, come. That's so and that session, that, that session works. It's really fun. It's really cool. Uh, the way it works is we break it up into three segments. And at first we'll have, um, I'll use an example in this past camp, one of our sessions with was with, uh, we had Reggie Rivers, former Denver Bronco, and um, Chris Dempsey, who is the Altitude Nuggets uh, TV analyst. So they were our athlete journalists. And we start off with a session where the uh, journalist does uh, a model interview. Uh, So what they'll do is they'll turn to the class and say, here, I'm trying to find out some information. So I'm going to ask this question with question and they'll turn around to the to Reggie and say, hey, Reggie, I heard, you know, tell me about this. And it's a training. It's a teaching exercise. Yeah. And so they go through that for about 20 minutes. And then we, we do timeout. And then we have a press conference uh, where the kids are prepared. And the kids have received bios. They've, they've done some research. And they're working on a feature story. And they're supposed to ask the, the, or the guests questions that, where they can get quotes and use information for their feature stories. So uh, they raise their hands, they get called on, they stand up with a little reporter's notebook Mm -hmm. and they say, my name is uh, John from Right on Sports Denver and I have a question for Mr. Dempsey. And then they ask the question and it goes back and forth like that, like a real press conference. I love it. And then we, after 20 minutes, we do a timeout and we 
put uh, each of our guests in a different corner of the room and we have what's called locker room style. So mm. the kids go go back and forth. They gather around and kind of elbow each other and, you know, kind of stick a mic in front of us, you know, asking their questions, trying to get attention like like you would see in a locker room style. And that's how it works. So at the end of the, the day, they've uh, they've had the model interview, they've had the press conference and they've had the locker room style. So. That's so cool. I wish that I could have done that when I was studying journalism back in the day. <laughs> That's better yeah. than a lot of the stuff we did in our boring old classes. But, you know, isn't one of the great parts of this program that it shows kids who, you know, you might not have major league athletic talent, but you love sports and you can develop these other skills that could lead still lead you to a major league career. Yeah, uh, that's correct. And um, that's part we call it the business side of sports and it's part of uh, something part of our business plan. Uh, so I might as well just mention it now. Yeah. The, uh, we've been working and it's how I got to know you through um, the roadrunner pathway and, and, right. and the Irv Brown endowment fund at MSU Denver, but the business side of sports and that sports yep. is a $500 billion industry, but 500 you, billion. $500 billion industry, but you don't need to be an athlete to participate. There's all right. kinds of things. There's health and training, there's journalism, there's data analytics, there's sales and marketing, there's coaching. Uh, there are all of these careers and uh, it is, you know, it's big business, but you don't have to be an athlete to participate. So uh, the, you know, as, as after we got started, after I got started and, and, one of the things that really struck me that, and it's a passion of mine anyway, but it kind of all came together. And that is uh, I want kids to have an opportunity to go to college. I get that not everybody goes to college, but these are kids with a lot of inequities and, and home situations. And I want, I don't want them not to go to college because they didn't have the opportunity. So we made it a, we made it part of our program to, uh, and, we call it imagine yourself in working very closely with MSU who's just been a fantastic partner for us, but uh, we get them to imagine themselves uh, at MSU someday. And we do that every day of the camp. We walk from building to building or what have you. I'll stop the group in the middle of campus and I'll just say, you know, gather everybody around and say, look around, you know, if you're here today, imagine yourself here four years from now. And then that led to um, um, the creation of the Roadrunner Pathway, which we developed um, in, in, I know Mark McIntosh has been involved with mm -hmm. uh, closely with that, putting that together. And mm -hmm. um, so we have this pathway now that's right on sports, concurrent enrollment in high school, uh, and, uh, and then a potential scholarship from the Brown Endowment Fund when they get to MSU. So it really is this bridge that you're creating through this super cool program. That's almost like a bridge from middle school to college, right? It's, it's, you're showing these kids a way they can do this. That's, that's uh, correct. Right on sports. Yeah, that's, that's correct. They enter the, they, they, our core mission is teaching kids how to write. If nothing else, 
uh, the writing is a lifetime skill, whether they go right. to college, whether they don't go to college, whatever they do in life, they need, they'll have to write, whether it's emails or bids or, uh, you know, business letters or whatever that uh, writing will help help them no matter what they do. But even in this day of chat GPT, they're still <laughs> going to know all these yep. skills that you're teaching them. Sure. And communicate and, and, and the self self-esteem and, mm-hmm. and critical thinking. So, um, but yes, uh, you know, my mission one B has become, how do we get these kids to college? And, and, uh, that's our, our, our solution for that is this pathway program. That's awesome. Well, I would, I would also argue that, you know, yeah, you're teaching them how to write, but along with it, they're picking up a whole lot of other stuff. They're learning how to interact. Like you say, they're learning how to critically think they're developing other skills technically and all of this. So this really has to, it's two weeks, but it really has to have an impact on them when they go back to their regular classroom, because these skills that they're learning really translate to help them, you know, with their literacy skills in their, in their regular school classes. Right. Yeah, it sure does. The, and we, um, one of the, an issue for us is that, uh, the model is, it's a project-based model and writing is a little hard to, uh, with, to come up with hard data. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do do a couple things. Um, number one is we have a, we've developed a survey and kind of one to five and pre-camp and post-camp. So mm-hmm. we we're able to develop that data. And it, you know, we've, the, the results have been um, improved. Improvement is like 10%. Well, I have the number here somewhere. Um, I don't have the number here somewhere. The, uh, <laughs> But they're 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 the the data shows that uh, uh, they dramatically improve. We measure their writing skills, their uh, their confidence in public speaking, and their ability to collaborate with classmates. So those are the three things that we're measuring. And all those numbers were like a ten to twenty percent improvement. They were all in that range in two weeks. Uh, That's remarkable. In two weeks, and you can see it. The in um, the we also do exit interviews with each kid and we accumulate literally hunt. We transcribe that information and we literally have hundreds of testimonials right. uh, from that information. And it, the information is just awesome in terms of um, how, what the kids say themselves, but you can, but you can see it when on day one, when everybody's so nervous and can hardly ask a question and, and, <laughs> say a word in class and by the 10th day they're present with the final day the final afternoon we invite the parents they present their every all the work that they did the podcast the videos and the feature stories and the kids stand up and make the presentation in front of a large group of parents with a powerpoint going in these are middle school kids that never had that opportunity before so it is awesome it's amazing just observationally well, and it's got to be it's it's proof that when you, you when you present kids with the chance to do something that they're passionate about, they can they can excel beyond your any expectations, which is so great. But so kind of leaning into that, is there a story 
uh, about one of your students over the years that you're especially proud of? The uh, story about a student that I'm proud of, the, you know, one of the things, uh, I'll just one of the things that we did this year for the first time is with the creation of the pathway, we decided to uh, make our pro graduate, have a graduation and present certificates, sort of certificates into the pathway. And so uh, this year when we had the parents uh, and I don't think anybody was expecting this, but we did, we had, we had official, uh, diploma type certificates with the MSU Denver seal on it. And we called up each kid and the parents were, you could just see the mo the emotion. I don't think anybody was expecting it, but it was, we made it like a graduation, took pictures and shook hands and handed them their diplomas. And just uh, the emotion in the room was, was amazing. Um, the other thing I would say is uh, year before last, uh, the, something that just always stuck with me and I use it as a proof point. And that is uh, when we talk about the uh, interviews and one of the questions that we ask on day one is, is college uh, one of your goals? Is that on the radar screen? And uh, in our classes, we have 18 students. That's what we target. We have, that's what we've had for the last two years. The, but in the pre-camp, um, we had one student that said, yes, I'm, you know, I'm planning to go to college. Wow. It's one of my goals. And the other 17 was like, no, nah, I haven't really thought about it or no, nah, I'm going to do something else. And on the post-camp exit interviews, it was a complete 100% flip-flop. We had 17 wow. people say, uh, you know, I can imagine myself here. It was so great being here. I'm wow. going to really start focusing on the goal of going to cotton we only had one person so it went from 117 to 17 one so that's just another benefit is now you've opened there that door that these kids didn't think oh that door's not open to me but now they're after going through this two-week program they realize that it is which is awesome yeah. so you know one of the hardest parts of starting up a nonprofit is gaining traction with donors and exposure and all this kind of stuff. But mm. you're, you're getting there and, and tell us about how right on sports was recently one of three organizations recognized by the IMA corporation, which is, you know, one of our, our great corporate entities here in Denver. Yeah. That, um, that was very exciting for us. We were surprised. Um, IMA is um, in Rob Cohen. Uh, known Rob for a number of years. Um, and again, that goes back to my chamber activities. I mm -hmm. uh, worked for him on some of committees he ran. Mm -hmm. But when I uh, initially started right on sports, he was one of the first people I looked up yeah. and went down and saw. And uh, it was like, here's here's what, what we're th thinking. Here's, here's what we do. What do you think? And they invested in us. They, in fact, IMA invested in, in our organization with, with no track record, no program, just taking a seed money for a startup, if you will. Um, over the years, uh, we proved them that they made a good investment and uh, even leaned, uh, sought Rob's counsel 
when we started the Roadrunner Pathway. Sure. Steve Sander and I went down and met with Rob and said, what do you think? And he counseled us. But at any rate, all of that aside, uh, so we're, we have a relationship with the IMA Foundation, but this was a complete surprise. And last week they had their, uh, it's, I'll call it their gala, but their, their gala is not like a dinner or a paddle race. Their gala is a, ping, a party on the plaza, a ping pong party and specifically. I didn't even know you could do this, but they rent <laughs> out the plaza in front of Union Station. And, nice. uh it was there was quite a few people there, five six hundred people. But we were uh, honored as one of their featured nonprofits, along That's with the awesome. Denver Scholarship Foundation and the I Have a Dream Foundation and wow. Rhino Sports Denver. Those are those are A list organizations, and it's got to be super exciting to to be included. Yeah, sure was. Tell me what would be a big audacious goal you have for Right On Sports. That's top of mind. Let's put it that way. Uh, sure. So a couple of our goals uh, with really three goals uh, or, or maybe four goals. We, number one, we want to expand our offering. We want, we're, we've developed an after school program. We've not yet conducted one of those programs, but we hope to in 2024 uh, offer an after school program. Uh, number two, we want to offer a second camp. Uh, we're working with MSU and we're focused on DPS at the moment. So the hopefully we can uh, add a second camp um, and and perhaps more in the long run. Mm-hmm. We're also focused on sustainability. So how do we, you know, it's been five and a half years. Uh, we've, we're a s- small organization. We have no employees. It's just uh, an active board. Yeah. And how do we sustain ourselves and and grow and and you know add an executive director or or, mm-hmm. or something along that line and right. then the the final thing is uh the, the roadrunner pathway program which yeah. i'm totally psyched up about the i think it's a great program and uh we want to to um in 2024 we, we should be offering our initial scholarships even though my problem is uh, right on sport, the kids enter the pathway and right on sports. We've only had three camps. You know, my oldest alumni is like in 10th grade. So uh, <laughs> a little ways to go. But again, it's so awesome that you're, you're just opening p- these kids' eyes that I don't have to be a star athlete to get to a sports career. And college is a real possibility for me if I develop these talents. So <laughs> It's awesome. Let me, let me mention something on that point too, because there's t- uh, two departments at MSU Denver that we are working with. It's specifically mm-hmm. the sports management department and the journalism and media department, and we work really closely with them. They're fully behind okay. us in this pathway, and the you know it's like where was the sports management per- major in college when I went to college? Right, they didn't have they didn't have those things so. So great opportunity. Well, I'd love to switch gears a little bit as we wind down, respect your time. But tell me, what's something that you will read, listen to, or watch today? Read, listen to, or watch the. You know, I I always have a book going. I'm a nonfiction guy, but uh, but I have a hard. It takes me a while to finish a book, but I'm a voracious reader, and I am uh, fully as you. 
you should probably imagine from right on Sports Denver. I fully am a supporter of print journalism in local newspapers. I subscribe to four newspapers and uh, a handful (laughs) of uh, print magazines. Walk in the walk. I I love it. I can't even finish the, uh, you know, I go home (laughs) at night and, and it's all I can do to, I never even get through everything that I subscribe to. So yeah. um, what I'll do tonight is I will uh, I will go home and start plowing through newspapers. <laughs> I, love I it. think it's important. That's I think that's indicative of our generation. I still love newspapers. Yeah. So <laughs> I always love asking who's been a role model for you in your career and somebody who's kind of inspired you to want to make yeah. the world better. Yeah. The, uh, well, uh, I have a, the, the, there's like a long list, actually. I'm sure. The, uh, you know, certainly my family and, and, and certain friends and my wife have given me like a foundation that, that to, to lean on. But in terms of business, um, there's really two things I'd point out. Um, number one was uh, back when a number of years ago and mentioned it, but I got, I was, honored to be selected to participate in the leadership Denver program from the Denver Metro Chamber. Yeah. And I have, I just always look back to that. That was a turning point in my life. Mm. Uh, it gave me, uh, it was a fantastic program. Uh, it gave me a network um, that is unbelievable to this day, but really what it did was it exposed me to uh, a lot of things in the city and a lot of, and it, it just sort of gave me that, spirit of uh, community public service and community affairs um, and taught me taught me a lot and and I've li- I, I just feel to this day that it that was like a turning point in my life the other thing that I did that I did this is and never, never really socialized this publicly or anything it's just like a little quirky thing I did um, and it goes way back to literally my first job but uh, there have been certain mentors I've had actually four um, and along the way. And uh, I created my own little Jim Epstein Hall of Fame. Oh, nice. The, it's, it's not very public, but I've made, I have made it a point over the years. Each person that I decided to put into my Hall of Fame, I have taken them out to, you know, to a lunch and just to thank them and to let them know they're in my Hall of Fame. So I have this, uh, it's just, they know it and I know it, but uh, not. And now I guess more people know it, but uh, I'm totally the, ripping that uh, off. <laughs> um, but that's one thing I did. And then you know the other. Um, um, I'd like to. I'll give a shout out to you, Jay. Oh, the, please. Um, make, making our world. You know, I've um, known you for a year or two now, um, and just I don't know how many of uh, just your background and and what you're doing now and the, these podcasts. I don't know how many you've done. But uh, and just the people you've talked to and the information that you've gotten is like nonprofit 101. If if I my advice would be, uh, you should go back through all your podcasts, take notes, write a book, and I'll pre-order today. <laughs> well, that that is uh, on the drawing board, and you know, selfishly speaking, that's I've gotten way more out of it than I've given. That's for sure. For, <laughs> it's been a masterclass for me, for sure, having the chance to. Spend time with folks like you is great. But other than right on sports, is there an organization out there that you really have admired over the years, the work they've done? 
Uh, I tell you, there's, there's a lot. I mean, it's hard. I don't have one. Uh, I'm, you know, part of my philosophy, my leadership philosophy, if you will, is uh, uh, I say two things. Uh, I was a little naive about this. I, I didn't learn this, I don't think, till later in life, but it was the uh, find something you like doing and you'll never work a day in your life. It's one of my one of my one of my drivers. And I just uh, I didn't really I've always had that, whether it's luck or, or skill. I'm not sure. Probably more luck. Uh, but the organizations I've worked for, all three of the, the companies I had worked for three companies, they've all been very uh, pro people and pro community service. So that's been a big impact on me. And the other thing I would say is um, I like to I like to hang out with smart people, mm. people people smarter than me. And the I just find that that's the way I grow, and uh, that's just part of what drives me too. That's great leadership advice. Lastly, probably most importantly, how do people learn about Right on Sports Denver if they want to? Yeah support you most importantly or if yeah. they want to learn more about what you're doing yeah. see some of the work yeah. the kids have done yeah for the class or whatever what's the best way the best way uh there's uh best way to contact me or uh would be to send an email to uh w-o-s denver at right on sports right with a w right on sports.org w-o-s denver right on sports.org you can also follow us on, we're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. And we also have a YouTube channel, which has a lot of stuff uh, from our camps, videos, uh, podcasts, the, the kids, student videos. Uh, when you look that up, though, always look at Denver, right on Sports Denver, because uh, there's a right on sports parent organization that will, will also have sites as well. That's great. We'll put all that in the show notes. I would encourage everybody to go check it out. Some of the work the kids do is awesome and uh, you'll love it. But Jim, keep up the good work. Keep, uh, keep going. Look forward to expansion, more kids in the pathway, more kids going to college, more kids uh, celebrating their passion for sports uh, and making it their work. So keep up the great work and thanks again. Yeah. Thank you, Jay. Great. Thanks for listening and thanks to Jim for his work to build a pathway from middle school to college with Right On Sports. This podcast has been brought to you by JC Charity Services. Running a nonprofit is hard and I'd love to bolster your efforts and help you thrive. You can find me at makingourworldbetter.com. To learn more about Right On Sports and how you can support this awesome program, visit rightonsportswithaw.com and find them on all the social media platforms. Check the show notes for links. And if you enjoyed this podcast, we'd be grateful if you'd share it with a friend. Until next time, I hope you're inspired to find a way to make our world better.